0: Hey! What's going on, everyone? How is everyone doing today? Welcome to episode six of Mixed Bag right here on the Super Review Show, where all we do is talk about what we want to talk about. All we do here is talk shit. (laughs) We just talk shit. Let's put it that way. Talking shit is fun. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, welcome to the Super Review Show, guys. My name is J Man, off to work. This is Bill Murphy. He is here once again. Today, we're going to be talking me, a uh,
1: hostage. <laughs>
0: Today, <laughs> you crack me up every single, we got to come with, with an introduction for you. You know, we really do. Um, so look, everyone, I just want to point out to you, happy Thanksgiving to all of you who are in the middle of this pandemic. Want to happy Thanksgiving to all of the viewers of the channel, and all is well for you, hopefully. Fingers crossed, because middle COVID's still out there, and it's picking up. Yeah, it is. But, yeah. But anyways, me and Bill, Bill and I, excuse me, grammatically corrected. Wanted to show, um, we wanted to give our top 10 in no particular order, because we can't figure out what's number one and what's number 10, our top 10 favorite albums of all time, ladies and gentlemen, our our top 10 favorite albums of all time. Uh, Bill, why don't you share a little bit of information about what we're going to be doing today for the next
1: hour or so. For the next hour or so, we're going to be talking about albums, you know, albums that we like. And this is in no particular order, because I'm going to be honest with you, I I had a hard time figuring out 10 and he just said in no particular order. I'm like, yeah, you know what, let's just do that. Because I'm not really a big album oriented guy, more if I like a song, I like it. But um, yeah, Um, so we've so we are giving you our top 10 albums that we like and everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Oh, yeah. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. Um, you know, tell us your favorite albums in the comments below. Yeah. Once this once this video done, once this video is done being uploaded, we hey, will... our good friend Matt. Hi. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving, Matt. Glad to see you. Love to see it. Our number one bad.
0: Right. <laughs> yes. Our number one fan. <laughs> All right, Bill. Do you want to do you want to do like we did last week, or do you want to go like me top ten, you top ten, we'll go from That's there. What what we did we last week. All right, you go ahead. So you you start off with your tenth
1: favorite album of all time. Okay, my number ten. Again, I I like put had to put this together in like thirty minutes. Yeah. So somebody, cool. him. <laughs> Slightly pressed for time. Okay. My number 10, I'm doing this because I remember when we would go on car trips to like Cape Cod and stuff, this album would always be playing. And that is Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf. Oh, fuck you. I swear to God. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to curse on
0: camera, but I completely forgot to add that to my list. That's an honorable mention right now.
1: Hey, hey, you don't have to feel bad about cursing. Have you listened to my podcast? I swear like all the time. So plug, plug for Bill's podcast. Watch uh, uh, podcast. Check uh, us out wherever you get your podcast oh my god <sighs> what but i just um give i, it I talk about out, out of hell I I,
0: oh my god yeah go ahead
1: probably has the best opening track of any album which is of course oh, out of hell
0: of course i mean who how could you not say that do,
1: do, do. there it is <laughs> and Honestly. i think my favorite, my two favorite songs is i like that I like bat bad out of hell and I also really like uh Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Oh yeah. Great song. Because and and um <laughs> there's a line when um if you've ever heard the song and you hear the voice, fun fact when you hear the voice, drowned in second base, he's rounding in third. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually the voice of Soft Turn broadcaster Phil Rizzuto. That's right. For the for the yankees if i'm not mistaken right yeah yeah he played yeah he played for the yankees and um, he thought it was about baseball but it was actually about Ooh, yeah can i say it can i say it on camera i don't care go ahead it was about sex <laughs> poor you <laughs> know poor phil rizzuto but yeah oh just my that album would always be playing when we would go on like when we'd be driving on our family vacations, that would, that album would always be playing.
0: It's, it's really is a, it's such a fantastic album. And I really, it's the best, my opinion, it's one of the best. I'm just gonna chime in for a second. It's one of the best albums of all time. Like start to finish. It's just, nothing's like it. It's crazy. Paradise by by the dashboard. Yeah. So, oh, uh, wow. I can't believe you said that. I, I am shocked, my friend. I thought that I, damn you. Damn you, Bill. Damn you. Shame. <laughs> shame.
1: Wait, what am I being shame- All right.
0: All right, here we go. So the, the, the ah, damn you. I really wish I chose this one. It's one of my top, because I love this album to death. But if I can. Okay. I'm going to chip. My in no particular minute. Remember everyone, we're doing this in no particular order. My other. My t- uh, quote-unquote 10th favorite album of all time is an album by, if I can get it. Oh. So here we go. This is my 10th quote-unquote. I love this album start to what? finish. Band on the Run. I and love this album so much by Paul McCartney. It's kind of underappreciated in my opinion, because everyone's like, oh, Paul McCartney and the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles. People forget Paul McCartney had wings, which had many number one hits across the 70s and into like 80, 79, 80. So for a decade, he was with the Beatles for seven years, he was with wings for 10 and he went from there. It was nuts. So. Overall, I think this album is fan-freaking-tastic from start to finish in its entirety. And I just think that it's just so great on so many levels. So yeah, and I and honestly it was released with critical acclaim. Paul McCartney's best solo album in my opinion, like if you wanna count solo albums, I'd go like Egypt Station or his recent stuff too. But yeah, this is definitely a classic. So, anyways, anyways, my number ten would be band on the run.
1: So, Bill, yeah, can you take it away. But before I get to my number nine, I want to say I gotta admit, Paul McCartney's wings is a little underappreciated.
0: They completely are. It's absolutely ridiculous. I can't I think that they're an absolutely outstanding band. I mean, jump on the chat board if you have any suggestions. I think they're great. Okay,
1: my number nine. Okay, so. this is a little generic. It's a generic classic rock album, but I don't care. Back in Black, ACDC. Oh, damn you. You know what's funny? That you keep forgetting about these things, huh?
0: No, I didn't forget about it. I, I, I didn't forget about it. I really think that, if I'm looking at my list correctly, hold on. Damn, damn you, Bill. I think this might be, oh my God. You know it's funny? I think our, our number nines are pretty much the same.
1: Well, we might as well talk about it together then. Let's talk about it together. What do we got together. going
0: on? Togetherness, no shame.
1: Unity. But anyway, um.
0: Yes, this is a
1: fantastic
0: album, in my opinion. Uh, it's just like their plug for their new album, "Power Up," which is a tribute to Malcolm Young. This was the album tributing to their first lead singer, Bill. Take bon it away. God. Bon Scott was their first lead singer, and he, you know, you know. He, this is a tribute to him and Brian Johnson kicked ass on this record. He was he always said he never replaced Bond. He was there to fill in the spot that Bond left behind.
1: I some songs, I forgot which ones they were, but I heard there's some songs that Brian Johnson won't even do because, because those were Bond Scott songs.
0: Yeah,
1: like one of those songs
0: I think is um one of those songs is one of my favorite ACDC songs. It's it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. I think that's one of the ones that they yeah. said that's a Bon Scott song. Yeah. And mistaken. I know
1: this is generic, but you gotta love the the intro the doom doom doom,
0: doom.
1: Bam, <laughs> bam, bam,
0: bam, bam, bam bam. Look at us go. And also, you know what I found out about this? This album is the best-selling rock album of all time. Oh, it is not the Beatles. Yeah, no joke. It's actually like one of the best rock-selling rock albums of all time. It's not Beatles. It's not Rolling Stones. It's it's ACDC's Back in Black. I found out. I, I found it was it was actually one of the um, one of the song, one of the best-selling um, albums of all time by any band ever.
1: So, who would have thought, right? Yeah, and I think this was like the official and I think what I like about it is A C D C didn't change the tone of their you know Yeah didn't change the tone of their band for this album because back in black is black is a color, of course, morning color that people wear at funerals and they did there was no sappy like, Oh, we miss you, Bon Scott. We'll never forget uh-huh. you. This it was they definitely pay tribute we're, to. We're back and we're better than ever. We're back in black. We Miss you, Bond, <laughs> but it's time to go on.
0: Yes, <laughs> that rhymed. You know that, right? What was that? That that actually rhymed pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we miss you, Bond. It's time to go on.
0: Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, also, look at this track listing for one
1: second. There's not a
0: bad song on here.
1: And you know what really? And it's I love back in black and you shook me all night long. Oh, you shook me out I can't wait for once COVID passes
0: and ACDC tours, which because on their new album they wanna tour. I wanna see him so bad. Me and Bill are
1: gonna go. <laughs> you shook me all night long. We love it And also Hell's Bells because if you've been if been, I know you're a fan, have you been to a Giants game, JT or
0: only one. i have only. That's kind of sad. But I'm a Giants fan. But I've never been to one. I've I went to a pre- to you, but I went to a preseason game. I went to a preseason game at, um, MetLife, old Giant Stadium.
1: Oh, old Giant Stadium. This was before MetLife. Um,
0: my first time in MetLife Stadium was in 2016 when I saw Bruce Springsteen. So
1: yeah. Well, because let me tell you, for the uh, for for Giant games before kickoff, they actually play house Battles. I. D- did not know that. How about that? Yeah, like right when they get kickoff. Do the... do 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 do. That's pretty good. And that's like a perfect pre-kickoff song.
0: Also, look, they released Hell's Bells as a single on October thirty-first, nineteen
1: eighty. Perfect. How perfect is that, right? It's because it's just it's got that slow, eerie that do 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 do. That's actually you know, funny. game to get the crowd all pumped up. Yeah. Yeah. But so, my number nine is fucking black. That was
0: mine based on my list that I made it by un, completely unplanned. We made this by coincidence. What do you got, Bill? Oh,
1: wait. Number, number eight. Oh, number, eight. Um, Just okay, we number both, eight. Yeah. Number nine was the same. Okay. Slippery when wet by Bon Jovi. I swear to God, I'm Let not you We a brain, and
0: that's scary we really might at this point. Slippery One, but you know, this album, a lot of people realize that yes, living on a prayer came out of it. Yeah, if, if I may comment, living on a prayer came out of it. you love have been "Wanted one that her alive. best known songs came out of it. But people forget there's a lot of other really good songs on this. Never album. Say goodbye. Never. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. Let it rock. What's the track with? Let it rock. Let it rock.
1: I think we, again, I think we share the same brain.
0: We kind we
1: might actually, and that's very I, 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 scary.
0: Don't look, but this might actually be my number eight. Hold on. Okay. It's not, but go on.
1: But I just love it. It's, I think this was the album that really put Bon Jovi on the map.
0: Yeah, this is great. I like all, and by the way, it's just a kind of slap in the face to people today songs were written by two people on this album, two or three people. That's it. Not like 25 people and 20, you know, garbage. Suck it, people. John bon yes. John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambor were the guys who wrote this album. Plus Desmond Child. He's great.
1: Absolutely. Anyways.
0: All right. So number eight is your is Slippery When Wet. Okay. My number eight, uh, Bill, don't look at my list. Hold on. Close your eyes. Shield your eyes. Okay. This might surprise a lot of people, but I'm actually gonna put it in there. Uh my, our our lists are our, our lists are not the same. Uh okay. So his number eight is slippery one. My number eight is actually this album right here by KISS. It's slip is uh, sorry, slippery one by Kiss. Destroyer. Destroyer by Kiss is the fourth studio album by heart American hard rock band KISS. Love this album so much. Uh, It's actually one of my first introductions to Kiss, therefore it was a very, very beautiful uh, introduction to me, loving hard rock. And this is, you know, a big introduction for me, bottom line. Okay. Um, The the story behind it is that The the, the story behind this album, the songs behind this album, fantastic. Um, Bob Ezrin was the producer and he co wrote a lot of the songs in here. But everything from Detroit Rock City to King of the Nighttime World to God of Thunder to Great Side One and Two are just fantastic. There's nine songs on this album. It's so amazing. I unabashed. Look, some of the biggest that shouted out loud, Beth, and their biggest hits came out of this album. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That
0: was Kiss, yeah. It was Kiss shouting out loud by Kiss. You got to have a you know, I know, so good. Your favorite bands, it is. Maybe not for you, but (laughs) (laughs) no, but reality,
1: though, I don't hate Kiss. I just, yeah, like they're not one of my favorite bands, but I'm not like wake up every morning, go Gene Simmons can, can suck it. (laughs) <laughs> even though I heard Gene Simmons is a bit of a dick.
0: I've, well, I've heard the same thing, but that's okay. But um um like so my number 8 is Kiss's Destroyer album in 1976 and I have it on vinyl too and it's fantastic. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Bill, what's your number 7 album of
1: all time in no particular order, like I said. No particular order. I promise Okay. This is a we all got to admit this is a very hard list to make, but um my next one is Night Visions by Imagine Dragons.
0: I'm not surprised, actually,
1: because you told I. You, have you watched last week? Imagine Dragons is one of my favorite bands. If you look at, yeah, hold on. If you look at this this album, actually, you know
0: what? This is actually a very good album. I do. I. I it's not one of my favorites, but I do like it. It's very unique. Uh, to to be to be fair to Imagine Dragons, and I like them quite a bit um but go ahead bill tell me why
1: well because like i said imagine dragons will always have a special place in my heart because they were my first concert they were my first concert um and who doesn't like radioactive can you scroll Mm -hmm. down a little bit please sure i'm going love you know i love the songs i love its times i love demons and that was really the big on top of the world's also my favorite song if you listened last week from imagine dragons like this was mm-hmm. the song that really put them on the map
0: yeah like I think this is the, the album too that put really them on put the map them too. on the map yeah
1: and i love it i absolutely love it wow
0: wow crazy oh so.
1: I, I i think that song is very underrated which one Tiptoe.
0: Tiptoe. I, I to be, to be fair, I haven't heard of it. So, go that's okay.
1: With when we're done,
0: Yes, yeah, So when we're done, when we're done with it, uh, yeah. I, I like Imagine Dragons quite a bit. Uh, when I put them in my, the Greats of Greats, they're fairly new, so I can I wouldn't do that personally, but I do like them quite a bit. Anyways, so let's go to my number seven. Bill, don't look. I'm not looking. All right. This may come as a surprise to some people, but I, I'm breaking the rules a little bit. And I'm putting because I, I listen when I made this list, I was so indecisive on these two albums by the same artist. So I'm going to put these two albums back to back as one. OK, breaking up, yeah, it makes
1: you feel better. Don't worry. I got a tie, too. So,
0: OK, good. It's, the, it's, it's the same artist, different tie, right on. Yeah. But so the first album I want to talk about is this. This album right here, dude, the dude. album that brought punk rock back to the mainstream audiences um because when this album came out in 1984 by Green Day, one of the best live bands ever, I haven't seen them but I've heard otherwise, um they became and received critical acclaim for its unique direction and it was a step it it brought punk rock back into the mainstream like we would not talk about punk rock if it wasn't for this album straight up. Nirvana was the first kick at the door, Dookie knocked down the door and opened the floodgates for it. (laughs) Um, so anyways, uh, I love all of the songs on this album. I actually have it on vinyl, believe it or not. I have this, they did a re-release on vinyl because it came out on a CD. But, um,
1: For those of you who don't remember CDs, they're, they're these little discs you used to put into this thing called a CD player and it would play the songs. Remember those days? Yeah. Oh my God,
0: Matt. Thank you for commenting. Saying I love Green Day. Glad you put an album on there. I know. Thank you, Matt. I. How, how could I not? Now I did say these albums are back to back, and both it, to me it shows a young band and a mature band in the same band. Now this album here is fantastic with with Burnout and Welcome to Paradise, Basket Case, Welcome When I Can fan, freaking fantastic album. I'm gonna point out the other great album by by this band and. I think Bill knows what
1: I'm going at here, but here we go. I actually have my list too, so. i no! <laughs> with
0: something uh, else, so. Yeah. Oh my God. No, no, do what you gotta do. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for commenting. Your, uh, Green Day Love in the chat board. Um, so this album right here, I, I actually, I'm, I'm only, I'm giving away my age. I'm 22 years old. I can remember a few of these songs, like two songs, two of these songs on the radio when it first came out. I was really young. It's Boulevard of Broken Dreams and Wake Me Up When September Ends. Um, these two songs, I remember very, very clear on the radio when they were first big hits, like the top five spots in the Hot 100. But this album, and also it's, the, it's, it's a punk rock opera where it deals with a lot of stuff regarding it deals a lot of like Broadway elements are brought into it as well as like hard rock. Me, I believe actually, Bad at Hell, which Bill talked about, was an influence on this album, on its direction. Um, it was a best, um, and honestly, it was a, a guitar-heavy album, which doesn't really happen, happen a lot nowadays. Um, but it was fantastic album, and it won like a ton of Grammys and all this crap. It won like what, where's the Grammys? Album, it won Best Rock Album, and it won R- Record of the Year. Was Boulevard of Broken Dreams. So I, I'm, I'm spoiling a lot for Bill because I know he's going to talk about this in a second. But uh, well, American I Idiot is up. one of those That's albums. <laughs> American Idiot was is one of those albums. I'm I I am going to get get in my Green Day nerd territory, but it's honestly, they that tour. My, my aunt has a f- colleague who saw them on the American Idiot tour and all that stuff, and um you know anyways but overall fantastic fantastic album and um i love it so i'm gonna say for my number seven there's two albums put together dookie and american idiot bill take it away what's your number seven album
1: okay so or six right yeah well mine are we next, on six or seven we're on six or seven again this is in no particular order right um yeah of course our my next one is Pet sounds, Beach Boys. Oh, oh,
0: I have it in there too. I'm just trying to think.
1: I'm stealing all your ideas today, aren't I? You're killing me. But um, um I love I love what you call it. I love we we've said this last week. Brian Wilson is a genius. Um oh, absolutely. And we've talked about it. if you're looking for those videos. I'll put them in the description again for you. you Remember, Brian about. Wilson's a genius. But no, this is the <laughs> album that really just, like, Wouldn't It Be Nice is, like, one of my favorite songs. Um, And this was really the first with the psychedelic, you know, like, they tried testing their psychedelics sound a little bit. Especially with, um, like I said, I like Wouldn't It Be Nice, God Only Knows, which is Paul McCartney's favorite song. Of all time. Of all time. And I really do like Sloop John B. Yeah. Sloop John B, which is actually like a folk song cover. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and yeah, actually- I love it too. I forget where I put it, but and like i said paul mccartney he said this was his favorite album and this is one of my favorite albums as well so i will always love pet sounds
0: it really is it's a fantastic um you know it's it's great so um so this is not my this is not one of, it's up there i'm gonna get to it in a little bit but bill don't love it the more number six right i'm sorry yeah. okay all right, so my number six is actually going to be uh, slightly different. I'm gonna put th- this album is in there but it's up higher. So I'm gonna put this this album is gonna be one of my fa- is one of my favorite timeless albums of all time. Uh, I love this album so much. I can get to it. Ah, Literature. Okay, there we go. Okay. So this album, The Stranger in 1977, was released by Mr. Billy Joel. (laughs) And it it was released by Columbia Records. And I love this album so much. They if you don't know this album, get to know it because it's a really strong album, timeless songs. Everything from uh moving out to just the way you are to one of the best mashed together songs of all time with the scenes from the Italian restaurant, one of the classic deep cuts of all time with Vienna. Um, only Vienna. good die young, she's always a woman. These are classic songs. The
1: only fact- the good die young is okay. You know what? I'm spoiler. Okay, I gotta do it. I'm gonna do it. What that is actually my that's actually next on my list. Are you kidding me?
0: Oh my god together together all right
1: you're not kidding um yeah no i i love this album i'm a big billy joel guy um yeah love it only the good die young is actually my favorite billy joel song
0: oh it's so great
1: um vienna i think is very underrated yes um i think um i think this is just billy joel's I think Billy. This is Billy Joel's work that really just shines, and it's like what I said last week. What I love about Billy Joel is his the simplicity of his music. Oh yeah. Like I love Elton John. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like Elton John's got to have the big pyrotechnics, while Billy Joel is just him and the piano. It's more intimate. Yeah, and that's what I really love about this album. I actually got this sent from an album from a friend of mine. He doesn't like Billy Joel? He's from Long Island, and he doesn't like Billy Joel. Stupid ass. (laughs) Boo! Shame! 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 Actually, no, we can't do that. JT, remember, out of rules of decorum, we have to judge silently. Shame. 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 (laughs) Yeah, but I love it, too. I love this album, too. Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: All right. So this is my number six. Six. Was that what I said? Yeah,
1: my number five, I
0: think. You're number five. So now I got to go to my number five. Is that correct? Yep, that's what we're doing. Oh, my God. What's I the... threw everything off course. Yes, you did. Uh, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Uh, okay. Wait, wait. We're not... This is number five, right, for me? Oh, I'm horrible today. Uh... Keep not looking. All right. I got it. All right, here we go. All right, in the number five spot, this might come as a surprise for some people. This might not come as a surprise for some people, but um, this album to me—and this is going to come as a total shock—but this album to me is one of my favorite albums of all time because it's so out of left field, but it's so great at the same time. It's the Rolling Stones' Voodoo Lounge. If you have not heard of this album, get off this live stream and get on iTunes and check it out. Uh, this album is fan freaking tastic. I love it. Uh, it's there. It's there's like I, I, look. There's 15 songs in here, right? Love is strong. You got me rocket, Sparks will fly. The worst. New This album. The probably the worst song in the album might be like break baby break it through. But that's really not saying much because the rest of the album is fantastic and the best part of all this album was in 1994 so the same year as dookie voodoo lounge the rolling stones released voodoo lounge
1: that was the year i was born by the way 94. no wait wait what's your birthday again
0: uh march 17th so you were a couple months old when this came out this was july 11th yep (laughs) how funny is that
1: i'm Um, older than the album folks i'm older than the album Uh, he had yeah. them older over the Google. So, Oh my God.
0: No, but th- I love this album. It was a very, it was just fantastic. Um, it's, it's so good. It's, it's a very underappreciated Rolling Stones album, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to put this up there. Cause I, I honestly, this is one of the only albums that I got into that. I love all the songs on the, um, aside from like baby break it was like, okay. But the rest of them are pretty cool. Like moon is up are out of tears. These are just some dramatic songs for the stones to make. Um, and I love them. So personally, but that's my number five.
1: Okay, for my one, I actually have a tie
0: uh, for your number five, correct? Uh, four. remember, because we you did the strangers number five, right?
1: Yeah. So my number four, again, no particular order. This is a tie between an album you've already talked about American idiot. Okay which you know this was during i think very popular during the political climate then and i think it could, even during the climate now but i think the songs are great um i used to it's like when i was older i and when i was younger i didn't understand it but now i have a deeper appreciation for it yeah i now have a deeper appreciation for this album um but And also it was turned into a um, musical that was going to be, it was supposed to be the, the, whatchamacallit, the musical at my, um, at my alma mater, where I went to school Mm -hmm. this year, it was going to be. And I was thinking about going and Matt was going to be my date. (laughs) And, uh, and Matt, you could have bought the tickets and I would have bought dinner. We would have went wherever you wanted, wherever you wanted. I would have bought dinner. <laughs> um, anyway, that was going to be the plan. But unfortunately, it got canceled due to, you know, obvious reasons. COVID. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> um, yeah, but I would have loved to see that. That would have been fantastic. That would have been fantastic. And my other one, okay, I'm a 90s kid, so I kind of had to put this on here. Enema of the State from Blink-182. Really? I just, I have a bit of nostalgia for it. Oh my God, you're
0: you're killing me, that's great
1: stuff. That is, you know, All the Small Things is one of my favorite songs. Oh yeah. Um um other songs that you know was was i miss you on that album or am i thinking of something no no, that's
0: the next one that was the the self-titled one
1: okay okay i messed that up that Um, was 2003 hold on let me check go keep talking let me just what's my age again it makes you think nobody likes you when you're 23. (laughs) but also um i just think 'Cause I heard all those songs and also Adam's song, which I'll be honest, I can't really listen to. Oh really? I find that song very upsetting. But Adam's song? Yeah. That song is actually did you know what that song was even about? Um What is it about? Okay. Sorry to bring everybody's mood down before Thanksgiving. God damn it. <laughs> it was a um it was a suicide note. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Okay, it was actually no, it was based on a fan. It was actually based on two things. One, it was based on a suicide note of a fan. Um, who was a big f- fan of that. And it was about him. And also it was about one of the leads. It was also about one of the um, one of the, the bandmates who talking about his depression and loneliness. Hmm. And, you know, there was a big controversy around that song too, because a lot of people thought it was encouraging people to do that.
0: I didn't know that. That's so interesting. And actually Matt in the chat board is saying that Mutt is one of the favorite Blink two songs.
1: Huh, I've never really heard that song in a while, but i um, anyway, I've heard of it, but that's me, but yeah, but anyway, but the guy who wrote it, um, he was saying like, no, this song wasn't to encourage that it was about, getting help like there was like so much controversy hmm. they actually had to retire that song for a while wow really yeah they didn't they actually didn't even play it for a while and also I didn't know that. That's so other issues you see folks you're learning shit today learning stuff is fun um not that oh, i should be making light of a serious topic but um yeah but i think enema of the state is a very landmark album and, you know, Blink-182, I'm always going to have, you know, because at heart I'm a 90s kid, so I'm always going to have a special place in my heart for them.
0: This is, I mean, also this this album came out in 1999 too. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. Huh. Cool. This was your number four, you
1: said? Yeah, it's four, it's tied with American Idiot.
0: All right, right, I gotta think now, hold
1: on. Don't look again, I'm trying to check. Maybe you should have wrote this down on a pad with pen, the old fashioned way. Maybe I should have. All right, all right, here we go. I got two for my number four.
0: I got two albums by one band that made a difference in my life. This album, first of all, let me just point up, U2 is one of my favorite bands of all time, and if you don't like that,
1: get on so it what, since you do two ties i might because th- there's another album i want to throw on there so i might do that too go ahead and where's this bs you know what there's no rules here there's no rules <laughs> there's no rules all right 2020. we've thrown all social convention out the window
0: <laughs> we really have it's kind of pathetic so anyways, let me, all right, first
1: things first. Next, this, next uh, time, we're going to be doing a show fun-ass naked. No, actually, we're not. We're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. Stop you, it. You, you want to do it, JT? We, we can do it. No, I'm not getting naked on camera. What the hell are you, you know, talking am I'm, I'm, You know I'm kidding, right? I know you're kidding. It's really? actually fun story. When uh, Back when I was at radio station in college, I, I wasn't a part of this, but a bunch of people actually did a radio show topless. <sighs> They did. They did a show with no shirts on. I shit you not. That's really great.
0: All right. Anyways, my fourth choice is literally between two albums by the same band. I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry. Uh, by it's by YouTube. It's the Joshua Tree. I actually have it on vinyl. I have it on vinyl, and I love this album so much. Um, the, the just where the tree seven name is in my top ten favorite songs of all time, uh, and I'll get to the other. So in a second, uh, if I can get to it, all right. Track listing: We're going to choose of the name. I still find what I'm looking for. But with or without you, whether that is such a classical song. Both the blue, both the blue sky, running to stand still, which is a deep dark story about heroin and some parents. It's deep stuff, man. This album got deep for a lot of people. Metal mining town and God's country trip to your wires and this album overall, though, I love it to death. I got to see them on the Joshua Tree album tour uh, that they did a year or two ago and throughout the US this for the 30th anniversary of this album. And I saw it and I saw all these songs live. I heard them all live and it was fantastic. But what I'm really hoping for personally is a 30th anniversary. It may happen next year. We're not sure depending on COVID, but we'll see a 30th anniversary tour of this album. This is the other tied album because like those these two albums are so tied and tied to me. It's ridiculous.
1: Oh, one of my favorite songs is on that album. Is it one? It is one.
0: (laughs) We really think alike. It's a little pathetic. It's very (laughs) scary. (laughs) Kind of scary. All right. So, anyways, this album uh, I'm just going to go into really quick. This is like they literally after the Joshua Tree tour and Rattle and Hum. They're like, okay, well, we, we, we don't we don't know we want to change our style up a little bit, so they did. And they made this album, which was brand new. It was f- is one of the most successful records and such, such a unique full sounding record. It's insane. Um, Octung Baby had some of their best, best it was one of the I, th- I think it's it's so it's close enough to rival the Josh Tree. It's that good. Uh if I can get to the okay. So the track, the original track listing. Uh, oh and by the way it did it did receive critical acclaim which means that the album was so brilliantly received it was one of the best selling albums of 1991 or two uh, actually but anyway, it was the track listing right here a uh, zoo station even better than the real thing one until the end of the world like i can i listen to these songs on a daily basis sometimes they're so iconic for me they're so great so yeah that's my number that's my number uh, four, or my number four, right? I lost yeah. Track. All right. My number four for me is you. By you two is the Joshua Tree and Octagon Baby. I still cannot decide to this day which I like more. Some days I like Joshua Tree more. Some days I like Octagon Baby more. Whatever. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell, which one's better and which one's not. But honestly, they're both really, really special in my heart. Anyways, Bill, what's your number three?
1: Okay, my number three. Since you have two ties, okay, this one because I just didn't know where to put this on my list what do you got actually i'm gonna one the one i originally had scheduled on this list and that is of course abbey road by the beatles Uh huh. okay i that was a hard decision to make to that to me it's a toss between that and sergeant pepper oh but but i I chose abbey road because i really like the the direction the band was going then um and i really like how george harrison was breaking out as a songwriter more um of course, with Here Comes the Sun, which is a great song. Um And my, yeah. probably one of my favorite Beatles songs, Something.
0: Oh, it's one of my top 20 of all time.
1: Don't wanna leave her now. an awesome version of that, that song. Um, if you have Harris. watched, um, what is it? It's They had a tribute concert for George Harrison in 2002 on the one year anniversary of his death. Yes, I remember this. Um, they there's a great version of that song by um paul mccartney and eric clapton oh wow okay um yeah i just really like with the beatles with this time they were their sound was getting a little more grittier yeah it was yeah it's fantastic like um i want you she's so heavy i think it's very underrated oh it actually is yeah i want you but yeah um also um probably one of my top five favorite Beatles songs come together
0: oh i love it that's one of my top t- 20 songs of all time
1: god you have a big ass list my friend but anyway um yeah i love this album um i actually have friends who've been to london and walked past that thing in abbey road on the crosswalk oh man that must be i'm late. jealous of them jealousy
0: jealousy we hate you
1: love and you. also yeah, and also my other one, because I just didn't know where to put this one. Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. So you're, are you tying this as your number? You three? know what, we're tying this. Since you did two ties, I'm doing two ties. <laughs> but I did the same artist though. What'd you say? But no, I just didn't know where to put it, so.
0: Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Dude,
1: it's 2020. No, like I said, social conventions no longer exist. It's 2020. Um. But anyway, if you listened to, if you watched our show last week, you know, Fleetwood Mac is one of my favorite bands.
0: Yeah, and, they're great.
1: Yeah. I love go your own way. Oh yeah. Um, the chain. I really like listen to the wind. Oh, never break the, never break the, and probably, probably my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. Don't stop. I don't stop thinking thinking. about tomorrow but I really love that song and I think it's something we could all listen to right now during these trying times um yeah but Fleetwood Mac love Stevie Nicks one of my favorite albums from one of my favorite bands you see how hard this list is to make though you know we're talking about like the best of the best yeah okay you're number three
0: all right, my number three is not going to be two albums because we already started doing that. But I'm going to no, do. No, no,
1: I have single albums for the next two, so don't worry.
0: I have single albums as well. I got single albums for the next two. This is a fantastic album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. A lot of people think it's a little weird. A lot of people think it's this or that. It's a little
1: strange. But I'll admit it's a bit of a strange album.
0: It is. I mean, it's the psychedelic stuff really comes out, but it's art at the same time, and I love it. It's really. It was widely considered to be one of the greatest albums of all time.
1: It is. So great.
0: It is. It really is. Um, I know someone who actually has an original pressing of it in the plastic sleeve on
1: vinyl. Really.
0: Yeah, I know someone who has it. I'm like, can I see it? They're like, no. I'm Like, okay. <laughs> so, um, it was fantastic um i would love to visit that studio right there would have like the uh, this album to me though truly a a break from the past and a way of looking into the future and the beatles were really trying their best to think of something new what literally the world was watching and there's videos online you can look up stuff like that of the beatles uh, say rock critics today like talking about this album when it was, when the 50th anniversary came out in 19, uh, 2017, um, people talking about it. It's insane. Um, so yeah, I, i both overall though. I do love this album and honestly, it's, you I know, have,
1: if I can chime in for a second here, um, yes, go ahead but with Sergeant Pepper because I think that was really the big start in the change of the Beatles sound.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Because you had from, they're beginning up to Revolver, which was basically the four part harmonies that I want to hold your hand or all oh, my loving. And this was like a really stark change of them getting more into the psychedelic and, you know, or like I said, with Abbey Road, getting more into like the grittier sound.
0: Yeah, they really started to experiment. And this was the album that
1: that started it.
0: That really started it. Some people say it's perfect. Some people say there are issues with it. But Then again, the world was waiting. There wasn't a Beatles album for about a year before this,
1: though. So. Well, there were two Beatles released in 1967. Now, there was this, and there was uh, um, Magical Mystery Tour. Uh, was the Magical Mystery Tour, yeah, yeah, Miss, right? yeah. I actually
0: well, like that album too. Been,
1: but by the know, way, we're when we talk about, here come, oh, about Abbey Road, here comes the Sun and something are both gems from Abbey Road. Yes, Matt, we well, agree um yeah i i
0: i'm not gonna get into it because i'm just gonna say it, but i do like this album here magical mystery tour it was pretty good it's very weird but i like i like to tie the
1: beatles were getting into their experimental phase
0: he was the walrus
1: <laughs> and uh, um, don't forget this was also after they went to uh india so that's you could hear some of the yeah so yeah
0: go ahead what's your number two
1: Okay, my number two, JT, before we get to that, I have to say something. Yes. We don't need no education. Oh, We don't need no control. Oh. Oh, no dark sarcasm in the bathroom. Teacher, leave those kids alone. Hey, teacher, leave us kids alone. All in all, it's just another brick in the wall. Yep, the wall. Oof. I feel like it's a sin not to put it on this list, but.
0: I will admit, you know me, I I don't like Pink Floyd. Yeah, You
1: hate Pink Floyd.
0: But I will say this is their best album.
1: No, I agree. But like we reviewed this album, too. We did a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like two years ago, I think we did it. But um, this album is, you know, this is like one of the big compilation albums You know, tells the story of Pink, a young man who's been raised by his overprotective mother. His father died in the war. And the album is just about him combating loneliness and isolationism. And the happiest of topics, fascism. Isn't that something that just perks you up? Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) But um, I just love the different. Whatchamacallit. um, It's it just how it tells the story like and you know what and how this is going back and forth from when you did sergeant peppers um i feel like if it wasn't for here's how i feel if it wasn't for sergeant pepper there would have been no wall yeah talk about compilation albums if there wasn't no wall i don't think there would have been no american idiot or you know
0: no no of course
1: here's what i'll say i think sergeant pepper started the concept of compilation albums but i think the wall perfected it
0: i tend to agree
1: like my only thing is roger waters is a bit of an asshole. we all know that but <laughs> the thing is no like this was around the time when um when roger waters was starting to break free from pink floyd like if you listen to like the vocals most of the vocals are done by roger waters
0: do you have this album on vinyl
1: i don't i do and you don't even like pink floyd (laughs) (laughs)
0: no no i i was giving me i just kept it because it was like oh you know it's the wall it's iconic
1: yeah, it's a it's a really good album.
0: So, no, that's cool though. Uh, apparently, a Beach Boy was on it. Bruce Johnson was on it.
1: Apparently, that's just funny. Oh, he was. That's interesting. Look at that. And then there's also the trippy ass movie that we should review one day.
0: We should just do a movie commentary
1: of that. <laughs> do not watch this movie on any mind altering substances, though. Yeah, so, it'll freak you the hell out. All right, so you, this is your number 2, right? My number
0: 2. Oh man. Uh Wow. I can't believe it's really coming down to this. Uh my number 2. you, you I didn't get my number 2. You gave me your number 2.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh wow. Um Wow. I've two left. and I'm I one of them I know what my number 1 is. But I'm trying to think what what was my number two? Oh man!
1: Okay, folks, don't look!
0: Don't look! Don't look!
1: Don't look, Bill! Don't look! I'm not looking. That's why I have my hood over my eyes. Oh, so I can't. That's why I have my hood over my eyes. Oh
0: my God! Um.
1: I don't see them. All right.
0: When I give away number two, number one's going to be a dead obvious. So hold on.
1: You ready, Bill? I'm ready when you are. Uh,
0: this album is my number two. Which will give away number one completely. If you know who I am. This album is completely underappreciated, underrated, under everything by any stretch of imagination. If you enjoy rock and roll music, if you enjoy hard hitting rock, but not like metal, but if you enjoy hard rock or and you enjoy like powerful lyrics, this is the album that is for you. In fact, in 2020, It was ranked by number at number 91 of Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. It got moved up from like 291. This album is Bruce Springsteen's fourth album. Uh, This is the album called darkness on the edge of town. Now there's, there's a lot of songs on this album. Not many of the songs are mainstream hits, but the people who bought the album know the songs and people said it was a critical acclaim, all this stuff. But honestly, it's about it's about life. Without going into too much detail, Badlands is about trying to make it in America. Um, something in the night is about something in the night, pun intended. Racing in the street is a slow piano ballad about car racing over the summer. The Promised Land is about finding a better life in America. Factory life in a factory and we're going to work our everyday life for the people who don't who are who aren't songwriters and singers he's writing for the working man that is what this album is about and it's fantastic
1: because it has like kind of that blue collared you know sound
0: uh not quite i mean to an extent yes to an extent no. i mean the songs themselves took shape but at the same time like they the songs are very adult for him, and who's she was, was trying a new writing style, and it came out the way it did. And when it when, this is what I have to say if you have seen Bruce Springsteen live and you're out there watching this at all, you know what I'm talking about. These songs sound great on a vinyl, but if you play them live, they sound amazingly live, they just sound better live, and they don't. And they, to this day, Bruce doesn't know why he made them in. The studio, they sound a certain way, and now they came out fantastic live. That's what made that's what made a show such strong club acts in the 70s. This was the album that did it, and I cannot emphasize enough. This album is fantastic on so many levels, and it didn't really chart that well, to be honest with you. And like you know, and like in the Billboard 200, it was didn't really chart that well. The singles didn't really chart that well but it was a big, big, big important record for them to move them on to the next album, which was the reference, which is not in my top 10 for this case, but it it launched their live act selves, if you will. It was a brilliant album. If you haven't checked it out, I'd recommend it. Bill, what's your number two?
1: I did my number two. So, you know, before we get to number one, I'd like to give a few honorable mentions. Um, Yeah, give,
0: give a couple, go ahead.
1: I only really have two in mind. Um, One is Eric Clapton's Unplugged album. That was the song- Oh, that's
0: a great
1: album. That was the song that really introduced me to the song Layla.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, no. That one-
1: you know what? I kinda like the acoustic version better than the original version.
0: That's okay, a lot of people do. I don't, but I I definitely see where you're coming from.
1: Because that was the one that introduced it to me. Yeah. Got me on my knees, Layla. Mm-mm. See if you could spot this one. Um, Yeah, so I really love that song. Um, And my other one. Okay, I'm going to get so much hate for this one from JT. But my other honorable mention, because I have a little bit of a soft spot for this one. Because again, I'm a 90s kid. No strings attached. Insync. Not my favorite, favorite, but it's a guilty pleasure. You know what I mean? Really? It's a guilty pleasure album because I just. It's, what was it called? Insync. What? It's called No Strings Attached. Okay. But, um, no, cause Bye 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 is like one of my big guilty pleasure songs. And like I said, growing up in the nineties, I'm always going to have, I'm always going to have a soft spot for this one. And I remember that song was everywhere, but it brings me back some memories. Okay. Now my number one, like I said, I kind of had to drive this all together at the last minute, but my number one album. For now, this could change. Escape Journey. Really? You didn't know where I was going, did you? Uh, you caught me
0: by surprise.
1: Nah, like, okay. Love this album. It is a really big 80s staple. Oh, yeah. Um, Stone in Love, I think it's really good. Really underappreciated in my in my opinion. Um Open Arms, who doesn't like that? also escape and also okay who's crying now and also what's that song that, that that song it's the opening track it's uh something about believing um you know that song i think i've heard of it yeah i mean it's pretty it's good called, Like, don't stop believing or something like that only one of the greatest songs of all time agreed i love that song like that is like one of those songs if you hear the that is like everybody knows. Like when we were talking about *Back in Black* earlier, when everybody hears like *down, down, down*, like everybody knows what song it is. With *Journey*, when you hear the like you know what that what that is.
0: You really do. In fact, me and me and the forehead Kyle, you know, hopefully he'll chime in one day. Uh, We did a Journey Rock Talk episode on Don't Stop, on the Escape album.
1: Yeah, I watched that. It was great. Yeah, and I remember you you were talking something about a school trip with that song playing, or am I thinking about something completely different?
0: Probably something completely different.
1: Okay, now time for something completely different. Um, Yeah, but Journey, one of my favorite bands, one of my favorite albums, with one of my favorite songs.
0: It is... It's truly one of the best, but however, your number one and I really love your number one quite a bit. It's fantastic. I love that album too. My number
1: one. It's born to run, isn't it? Oh
0: God, you ruined the dramatic buildup. What the hell's wrong with
1: you, (laughs) JT? I'm in the couple weeks we've been doing this show. I'm starting to know you like I know the back of my hand.
0: Same here, my guy.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Um, this album is my favorite out. One of my.
0: It, it, like I said, we do this in no particular order, but this is, I always come back to this one album. Um, this album is start to finish It's a masterpiece. They, it, the everything from the album cover to the stories behind it, to the, the, the everything about this album is fantastic from thunder road to 10th Avenue freeze out to, um, Clarence, we miss you. Yes. God bless. We made that change of town and the big man joined the band. Um, Night is a fantastic powerhouse. Yeah. Back, Backstreets, one of the saddest songs I think I've ever heard, but it's so powerful and so l- amazing. Born to Run, my favorite song of all time, and it was fantastic. She's the one, a powerhouse anthem. East Street, E Street, uh, Street band um, song. Mini River and jungle Jungleland, back to back. Jungleland is one of the best tracks ever, in my opinion, that has ever been put on a record there's nothing like it at all there's nothing like this song at all or this song or this there's nothing like this album ever i've never heard anything i've listened to music my whole life and i've listened to countless varieties everything from country to blues to jazz to contemporary pop albums to acoustic albums i've heard nothing like this album in my life and i can honestly tell you that this is without a doubt one of my favorite albums of all time i love it near and dear to my heart it's one of the strongest albums that has stood the test of time, and has become one of the best al- excuse me, one of the best albums of all time. I love this album so much, and if I were to rate it, I'd give it a ten out of ten. Wow, that perfect, huh? It's that level. To me, it's that level of perfect because I've heard nothing else like it in my life. Because it's a when you hear a lot of when you hear enough music you're like wow the things that you go back to you're like wow that really stood out to me it could be anything but like that really stood out to me that really stood out to me this album stood out to you stood out to me no matter what but um anyways. That is my number one. So Bill's number one is Journey's Escape. My number one is Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. But ultimately, everyone, what do you have to say about this? What is your? What are some of your favorite albums of all time? I want to thank Bill so much for joining us today on our. Rob, always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. Can't wait to do this next Wednesday night as well, or next Wednesday as well. Um, we're. I cannot wait to. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know what the topics are for this once they come out and uh bill thank you so much i know we did this kind of early today and forced for certain reasons but thank you so much my friend you are no the problem mayor. i know you i know you i le- you love pink floyd but I, and I, I can't believe you put it that high but that's okay
1: hey uh, everyone's entitled to their opinions as my uncle god rest his soul would say opinions are like assholes everybody has them and they all stink <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, That's actually a very, very, very good way of putting it. But anyways, what do you guys have to say about this? Please jump down in the comments section below. We love to hear your thoughts. But for your Mixed Bag episodes every week on Wednesdays, keep it locked with the Subaru Show. Bill, I'm not
1: Bill. Bill, I'm not
0: <laughs> Bill signing off. The J-Man is signing off. We'll see you guys next time. All right, have a great and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Yes, stay safe. Stay warm, stay dry, do whatever you got to do. Have a great holiday,